Hello, and welcome back to Drew and Jeremy's podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing exoplanets and Earth-like planets. Exoplanets are planets that orbit around other stars outside our solar system in comparison to planets in our solar system that orbit around the sun. The first exoplanet was discovered in 1992, and now more than 4,000 have been identified. The first to discover exoplanets were Alexander Wolskin, along with Dale Frail, who, who found two planets orbiting a star 2,300 light years away. 300 light years away, an Earth-like planet, which is a planet that's been discovered that has incredibly similar characteristics to Earth, Kepler-93b was discovered. Kepler-93b is an exoplanet that was discovered using NASA's Kepler and Spitzer space telescopes. With the use of these telescopes, researchers determined that Kepler-93b is 1.48 times the size of Earth, confirming that it is a super-Earth, or a world slightly larger than ours. An example of an exoplanet is the Kepler-452b, discovered on July 23, 2015. The Kepler-452b was found to be larger than the Earth and orbits a star almost identical to the Sun, but is hotter, therefore is older. The planet's orbit is similar to Earth's, and its years are about 20 days older than ours. To find these planets, scientists use the common method, the wobble, and the transit method. The wobble method has discovered 582 exoplanets as of April 2016. This method is mostly helpful in discovering large exoplanets and cannot be used to find Earth-like planets because the wobble that occurs in Earth-like planets is too small to be seen and measured. The wobble method works by the star and exoplanets moving around a common center of mass. Then when the exoplanet's mass is significant to the star's mass, it will cause a slight wobble. The wobble can then be identified by looking at the star's light frequencies. If a wobble is detectable, this means the star's light spectrum will be changed. When seen from Earth, if the star is moving towards the observer, the spectrum will appear slightly shifted to the blue side. If it's moving away, it will appear on the red side, much like the Doppler shift. Then there's the transit method. Transits occur when a distant exoplanet passes between its star and Earth. While the transit is occurring, the star's light will only dim by a few percent. The dip in the star's light is what can reveal exoplanets. Astronomers have always been looking at exoplanets, but had not been able to use technology that was able to quantify the light emitted by a star until the 1990s. By examining the curve of the star's light, scientists can determine the exoplanet's approximate orbit and size. Now, to discover new exoplanets, we will need to use a telescope that has much more power than the regular telescope. The Very Large Telescope, also known as VLT, located in the Atacama Desert in Chile, South America, uses technology that can see up to 25 times finer than the individual telescope. The ECO's telescope consists of four unit telescopes, which then combine together. The light beams are combined in the VLT by using a complex system of mirrors and underground tunnels. The VLT also consists of an 8.2 diameter unit telescope that can be used to see exoplanets on its own. With this telescope, celestial objects as faint as magnitude 30 can be seen with a one hour exposure. An exposure in telescopes means that the telescope is gathering light for however long to create a finer image. Our eyes can only use a 1 15th 
of a second exposure, meaning our eyes collect light for no more than one fifteenth of a second before sending an image to our brain. Gravitational microlensing is by far the most effective method of discovering new exoplanets because it can discover exoplanets near the center of the galaxy, thousands of light years away from us. Gravitational lensing has different parts that make it more difficult to understand if you don't know about them. The first part to understanding this confusing method is knowing what Einstein's theory of gravitational relativity states. General relativity is the observed gravitational effect between masses resulting from their warping of space-time. General relativity is a distortion in space-time caused by the gravitational force of two objects in space. The second part to understanding gravitational lensing is Einstein's theory of special relativity. Special relativity explains how space and time are linked for, are linked for objects that are moving at a constant speed in a straight line. It's basically the speed of light, how that, how that is, how that works in space. Now, time to explain gravitational lensing. Gravita gravitational lensing occurs when the gravitational field from a massive object warps space and deflects light from, dis from a distant universe. from a distant object behind it. As the light emitted by distant galaxies passes by massive objects in the universe, the gravitational pull from these objects can distort or bend the light. This often results in an Einstein ring, which look really amazing. They have a blue ring and a white center. It makes it look like a blue bullseye. Thanks for listening.